Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver Wayne Johnson, who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great. Hey guys, it's Wayne Johnson, Wednesdays with Wayne, episode 25 from the Volvo Hilton, sitting in the pit area in the sleeper of the Volvo doing this episode, sitting here at Lernerville, actually looking out the windshield, watching it uh, rain a little bit. It's about 2.30 in the afternoon, so I'm sure hoping we get this thing in. Not looking so great right at the moment. Oh. Got got Sarah here too. She actually uh, flew into Pittsburgh yesterday and and she's going to be out with us for a week or so and get to go to a couple racetracks she's never been. So she's here with me too. I sure hope it doesn't rain out. That would be my luck at this rate. <clears throat> Is that the grandstand side? Yeah, that's the grandstand side over there. Oh, that's tiny looking. It's not. It's, there's a lot of people fit in there. Hmm. Okay. She's looking out the windshield, looking at the... We just got pulled into the pit area and just realized we haven't done a podcast yet. So figure... No, I've been hounding you since i got here but figured uh right now is the best time to do it so we don't have learnerville results or anything but it's okay. that's all right. you did lots of racing this past week well if you want to call it racing i don't know this is probably the saddest paper that i've had to look at in a while but you know got to keep on digging well we just had a lot of issues this weekend and i shouldn't say a lot of issues just a few little mishaps that uh learning curves you know right but just keep moving forward yeah you know it gets frustrating and and uh, get beat down pretty bad at times and then you know between you and todd being my best cheerleaders that uh, you guys pet me back up so that's good well that's what we're here for let's go over some results we have tuesday of last week i guess we recorded that podcast probably monday if i had to guess uh it's there's been a lot of racing happening so i forgot about attica yeah we, we have we started the week last week in attica brad Doty classic on tuesday qualified in flight b came in 20th the heat race we had a dnf finished 10th or just 10th with the dnf and then the c was fourth place what happened in that with the well DNF? attica was the first night that we've been on mufflers uh since we actually switched to kistler engines and there were a couple little mishaps there it was, a, it was actually one of the mistakes were mine i actually got the stumble valve turn around backwards on the car my mistake it's got an arrow on it and i just put it on the wrong way but anyway when that happens it really really makes the motor really really rich and in qualifying i didn't notice it but just you know you're out there by yourself in a couple laps and then as far as i mean it didn't the motor didn't run that well in a hot lap so we changed the gear thinking we we're off on the gear and uh that didn't make that, that arrow turn back the right no, way no it didn't make any difference so in the heat race still hadn't figured it out went out and these motors with mufflers are really really rich and they fume you really bad in the cockpit if with these mufflers if the tune-up's not right well in that heat race in about three laps i think that's about all i went and it was so fumy in the cockpit there was no oxygen left in there for me to breathe and it was either pull into the infield and get out as quick as possible to to catch my breath or die so, I did not know this. Yeah. That was the issue? Yeah. That's, that's why you pulled in? Yeah. Well, and so then, that's not great. So then we went in, worked on it some more. Actually, I just leaned on the motor because I really didn't. We, you know, these races, you don't get a lot of time to to uh, 
decipher what the problems are a lot of times and going from a heat race to the c main there's not a lot of time so i just worked on the engine leaned on it some more uh good thing we didn't hurt it because we were way lean but with the way the stumble valve was on backwards it it uh didn't hurt it but went out in the sea and i think we started uh i don't know ninth or eighth or i don't remember I don't where we started in the sea and drove forward got to fourth they only took two and that was the night moving on to over the week we tore the car apart and went to maintenance in it and found out the stumble valve was on backwards that was a lesson to put in the learn column yep. right yep so now we know so check that out each time it was my deal you know it was my fault i'm the one that does does the uh motor tuning so can't blame anyone but myself okay so when we moved on friday was at williams grove these were not outlaw races friday saturday sunday these were just uh they're all-star races all-star races right okay on flow oh guys dirt vision is where it's at i don't know if anybody else dislikes flow as much as i do i am glad they're there to watch the races but they really make it obvious which program has their stuff together and dirt vision they do the best i think i that's my i wouldn't know I don't that's my watch. soapbox uh dirt vision just there's no comparison are there. they paying you for that they could <laughs> <laughs> So Friday you were at Williams Grove with the All Stars, qualified 30th, heat. This is like um, deja vu. Heat 10th, DNF, and then B 12th. And I have in my notes on the heat crash. Yeah, uh, went out to qualify. Williams Grove's just a different kind of track for the fans that's never been there. It, it's a tough place, and if you don't really have your car right, it's it's tough. And not being there that many times in the last couple of years, and we just were off 30th quick, just wasn't very good that's what all i can say and then in the heat race felt like we made some right changes because like we was, i felt pretty sporty there on the start of the race and and was based behind jason Sowall and uh, brent marks and felt like i could make moves on those guys and went into turn one and the thing just didn't turn and got in the fence and got upside down but what did you determine was the cause of that well we're not 100 percent sure but it at first glance it looked like the right front arm fell off but there's just no way to know for sure but after looking at it we we think it might have fell off and then we think maybe the guardrail drug it off so we're not 100 percent sure there but something definitely happened and i went straight in the fence so okay. and then the boys did a good job getting her fixed back up uh put a wing and front axle and had to straighten the frame the front right front tube because the right front tube was crooked or bent no couple nose wing or nose wing top wing fix the right front arm our right front tube front axle radius rods two shocks tore it up pretty good you're just racking up those parts bills aren't you and uh yeah we are how yeah. many top wings are we down now uh we have one on the car and one spares that's why i'm flying home with you on sunday because we Russell. have a, we have a we have a shipment at the house <laughs> waiting some, on us so we need some wings i'm gonna fly home and drive those things back up to the boys at at uh, we race attica after we leave uh pennsylvania right so Saturday, Port Royal, qualified 20th, heat 8th, B 10th. Do you even remember that? Well, we didn't talk about Friday's B main. Oh. Well, We're jumping ahead here. 12th in the B. Well, 12th, that was actually a good 12th because okay. my plan was was not to crash any more parts and we were behind the eight ball. So I laid back on the start probably 10 car lengths from the field and there was 19 cars that started that race. So I drove by quite a few cars there from... 10 car lengths back because i just going to take uh, my 
my plan was is just start in the back and make a few laps and pull in just to make sure everything was fixed and ready to go for Port Royal the next night. But the car felt pretty sporty, so I figured we'd drive it and figure uh, lap times wasn't gonna hurt, or lap, you know, get some laps wasn't gonna hurt me. So stayed out there and and uh, like I say, finished twelfth and moving ahead. So I felt pretty good about that. I know B twelfth in the B don't sound that good, but for the for a morale booster at the end of the night, it it helped a bunch. Good. So Port Royal the next two days, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, for you know Port Royal is really uh, a lot like my home track at Oklahoma City. Uh, growing up, big half mile, uh, slick normally to occur with a little bit of a trip rail. They've changed it a little bit now. They got a pretty good guardrail there, and they're doing a great job because the first time I went there early in 2001 and two it was a dump, and they're they're really doing a great job redoing it all and. It's one of the, I really honestly say it's probably one of the, one of the best facilities in our country left that uh, have big half miles. Of course, Knoxville is one of the best, but Port Royal, uh, man, their surface, they let it get slick uh, from top to bottom, and it makes racing from top to bottom really pretty good, except if your name's Kyle Larson, then it doesn't matter where, you just run the top, bottom, wherever, so it doesn't matter, but felt pretty good there qualified 20th i think the first night mm-hmm. is that right and uh, started front row outside of the heat race man i don't know what happened there but i had exactly i had no grip at all none whatsoever i just spun all the way around and we you were just spun straight to the back we were way off on our car started second run eighth backed up big time and you talk about being morale booster none there i was zapped it right i was you. like what the heck did we do wrong here and uh, just just to reiterate what's going on is guys we have no notes our notebook is empty from you know all these places from years past because i haven't been here in so long so we're going off of what we think we need when we get there and so far we're not guessing so good uh we normally you know we pick up the second night normally on every one of these races i you know i feel like we do so backed up to eighth in the heat and then uh, in the b main finished 10th from 5th uh didn't make the right adjustments we made some adjustments didn't help anything so at the end of the night we were pretty down we were just like man what are we going to do and i just said well guys we can't can't give up we're here so we made some big swoops made made changes and some uh stuff that i never would have dreamt that we would have ever even tried and then we qualified 35th on sunday and we were 20th on the first night so wrong direction well the car drove way better but the first night we didn't turn any rpm qualifying so we felt like we needed more gear so we put more gear in it and it made actually the car go slower so with that being said the car drove good but the car went slow so we uh just messed up there on our gear and uh learned a little lesson there but as far as racing like i say uh, qualified bad and then we we started i think we started ninth in the heat race right and got a great start. Actually drove by David Gravel on the bottom there. I think we got to sixth or seventh or something at one point, and and uh, then made a, you know changed my line and moved to moved to the top and got back. He got back by me, and uh, but it felt sporty to be able to pass some cars and felt pretty good. And and uh, we finished eighth. So from ninth to eighth in the heat, which nothing is spectacular, but the car drove well. So I felt good about that. And. Uh, we just got to keep building. I think we started 12th in the 12th in the B main, and and I felt like we passed a few cars early there on the start, and felt like we maybe were into the top 10, and then 
I don't know, about four or five laps into the race, I went in to run the bottom and the thing shot straight up the track because the throttle was hung. And so I shut it off and coasted into the pits and or the infield and called, called, her, called her a weekend. Yeah. That way we didn't tear up any more wings. But Done with that. after we got back to the pits and got the hood and everything off of it, the, ra- the racetrack at, at, at Port Royal was a little bumpier the second night. And I don't know if just rattling around or what, but the dash in the car actually it moved, it, it moved to the right a bunch. Well, when it did, it hung the bell crank up. And, uh, like, it just was against the throttle linkage, so it didn't work. So that's that was kind of a – it's one of those things that we're just, like, every one – I mean, we're just, we we feel like we gain on the car, and then we have a little stupid stuff like that that's happening. And guess what? I mean, it's part of it. I guess we uh, just got to get it all out of the way. You know, thank, thank God for Todd because I just get down in the dump so much, and he comes back and says, listen – you know, first-year outlaw teams all struggle. Quit, quit stressing out. Quit stressing out. If it so, were easy, they'd all be doing and, it. So uh, you just got to keep – I was telling you this yesterday when you picked me up from the airport. It's, the mental game right now is such a big part of it not to get discouraged or put down or beat down because it's just a daily, weekly ass-whooping at this point. We just got to keep getting back up and go forward. Yeah, and it definitely is hard at sometimes. you know. I think after the races and – as I lay down tonight at night to go to bed, I contemplate on all of the things that went wrong today, and I try to leave it. In that day? Yes. That's and the next day, I try to process. wake up, and I think it's a new day. Start all over and go back and check the stumble valve and make sure it's on properly. And just, you know. Maybe, you, maybe when you lay down, you should also kind of think of a few things that went right. This is me and my, my life coach. Well, it's just, just trying to – you have to. I mean, you have to. And, right. And the I mean, thing definitely that, good to reflect on what's gone wrong so you can kind of put that in your hat for going well, forward. Well, it's just – it's a few things that I've never had happen to the car and, and this, that, and the other. And it's just like – like we all said, it's a it's a first-year outlaw team's uh, – This is real life. Stresses and, yeah. and uh, you know, you can say however you want to say it, but, uh, well – it's the easiest way you say it is just like you said. If it was easy, everyone would do it. Right. And it's not easy. So, with that being said, we just keep plugging away, plugging forward. We're here at Lernerville and uh, been a few days. Gum out race, uh, 2001 or two, I believe, since I've been to Lernerville. But uh, the, by the looks of it, don't look like it's changed much. So, <laughs> uh, but like then again, no notes, no notes at all. We're just going off of what we think we need here and. And uh, hopefully uh, we unload well because that's the thing. If you don't unload well, you don't qualify well, guess what? Your night's pretty much done. I don't know any people, uh, even the good guys that qualify really bad, that can rebound from the back. I mean, uh, I know Donnie Schatz did the other night at Terre Haute from, I would come from 23rd to 2nd. But there was no B-Main that night. There was only 23 cars. So, you know, you qualify bad and you have to dig yourself out of the B and move forward and blah, blah, blah. It makes it a little bit tougher, but not making excuses. Just have to keep plugging away. That's right. I think it might be a good time to sell some wings for Russell. Yeah, because uh, we need to sell some wings because we're... uh, (laughs) Instead of using them all? Yeah, we need to sell him some wings, guys. So if you're in the market, call Russell Outlaw Wings. Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars, micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing carding. 
Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open-wheel racing. Visit outlawwings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw. Choose Outlaw. All right, we're back. Uh, I think we, we're going to go to question of the week right now. Sure. Oh, hey, before we go to that, I forgot to say, when we were at Attica, I got to, I got to meet Bryce Lucius and his mom and dad. Uh, Bryce was the kid that actually helped me the most when I first started racing I racing. racing. So uh, it was cool to see him, get to meet him. He's just a little fella that uh, it's so weird, you know. He's a cute kid. Oh yeah, cute little kid. Races many sprints. Mom, his mom and dad, and and him come by and seen me. You're and, like, hi, I'm the grown man that was playing video games with your son. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was Chris Hansen like on the side? Like, what are you doing? No, no <laughs> nothing like that. You're a creeper. Oh, but I mean, it's just so weird when you hear you on those headsets and there's like little bitty kids talking. It doesn't seem right. Well, I can bring one thing up, and it wasn't Bryce, but we we're all on there one day racing. One of the guys that I don't remember which one it was, one of the guys I was racing with there was cussing somebody out, you know, I mean, like swearing and the whole nine yards. And then you hear this little voice come on and says, I'm only seven. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh my God. Don't pick on those little kids. Well, that's cool that you got to meet Bryce. Yes. I've got a question of the week for you. I got an email from Greg and he's from Port Royal. He wanted to know the difference between tracks in the east and midwest. I'm, I'm assuming he's meaning the the dirt of the track or the makeup of the track. Is well, there a difference in track? Yeah, there's definitely. You know, some things back the east this way, I would say, uh, you know, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, uh, in, my, in my travels, they're always a little dustier here. And I think it's the clay back then? Yeah, yeah, I think our yeah. clay may be a little better. I'm not sure. Or more like clay. I don't know that they have uh, lots of clay. Yeah, it's, the, the, but, it, you know, their tracks are really dirty. Uh, like, you know, ours will clean off and build a curb. Mm-hmm. Theirs will clean off and build a curb, but then it's still dusty. And like our tracks, when it cleans off, normally you don't get a lot of dust anymore. And these tracks are, and I, you know, and it's more of a fine dirt. Like it turns almost to powder here. And not so sandy, I guess. Yeah, like ours. it's just weird, you know, and it doesn't seem to be as hard on tires over here That's a plus. as it is back home. Just because I think it just stays dirty and so you spin more so you don't get the tires hooked to the track as well. So right. you really got to work on your car to get grip. Really, that's the only difference, difference I think, is uh, the makeup of the dirt. Maybe there's more sand this way. Maybe there's more. I don't know. I don't know right. the answer, but definitely less grip this way. I can tell you that. But back home when it gets slick we do get some really slick racetracks but i just think out here they don't clean off so it's always just like running on powder all the time That's well chad was it chad right greg oh greg sorry greg uh thanks for the thanks for the uh, question of the week and yeah i'll get with you and get you a koozie and guys we're still looking for more questions of the week so if you want to send us an email or text uh, leave a voicemail i will get you a koozie a free koozie if you'll send us some questions we always like those Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high quality custom Nomax race suits or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel, and top quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page 
or email highsideracewear at gmail.com for more information. I have my question of the week for you. Oh, I always forget about this question of the week. Okay. This is the one I've been wanting to ask, and since I've got your undivided attention and time, don't look ahead. I'm trying to read You're not going to be able to figure you know, it out anymore. I couldn't even read my writing when I went back and looked. Nobody can read your anyway, so it doesn't matter. Okay, so if you're going to have dinner party, and you can invite, I'm going to say three. Dinner party. Three. Three guests, alive or dead, famous or not. Who are three people you would want to sit at dinner with? Three people, live or dead. It could be anybody. It can be like a famous person, a non-famous person. If you could have three people, who would they be? Is, are we talking about racing people? Whatever you want. The sky's the limit. Just whatever you want. People just in three general. People that that you're interested in. Your three people. My three people. Hmm. So I have a feeling it's going to take you a minute to answer this. Well, one. I've, I've got some ideas. First of all, live or dead, the first one would be my dad. I knew you'd say him. Of he's course, he's been gone. 20 some years and if I could have dinner with him today it'd be awesome to be able to just talk about some things that's went on in life in the last 20 years that right things that I think he could have helped me with so that for sure for, for sure uh two more people hmm. well I would definitely say right now with everything that's going on it'd be our president Donald Trump oh geez uh I'd like to sit down with Donald no. have, a, have dinner with him and and uh, no. <laughs> honestly, uh, he's my president, but okay. we, we know this. We, we talk about this all the time. And uh, honestly, I would ask him to uh, delete his Twitter. Okay, I'm behind you on this. And uh, just because some of the stuff he says is he probably a little off the wall to. and a little bit crazy. But guess what? He's done the most for our economy and done a well, very well with that. And, all entitled and to the our biggest opinions. thing is, is... He never gets a break. The guy never gets a break. So guess what? I'd have a drink with him and tell him forget about all that shit that he's having to go through. But I'd like to see but, your, your but, dad and Donald Trump but, and you at dinner. But Who's Donald, this last poor but Donald, soul wait a minute. Let's go back us. to Donald. Let's go back to Donald. <laughs> but here's the thing, and I think I've said this maybe on the podcast, but I know I've said it for sure for to friends and stuff when we've talked about politics and Trump and this, that, and the other. I wasn't. He's seventy five years old. I had, when I was about 25 years old, there was a guy named Papa Tom, we called him, and he traveled with us quite a bit, Uh going to races and stuff, and I do believe when you're 75 years old, you may be a little senile, but but also, you don't give three shits what people think or say. Bless our souls when you're 75. I think that's kind of where our president is. And you throw rich on top of that, also. So if I'm seventy, <laughs> and all the power in the world. So if I'm seventy-five and don't give three shits, and I'm rich, probably don't want to ask president. my question. And you right. probably don't want to ask my opinion or ask me a question that you don't really want to know the answer. Well, I'd hate for your dinner party to go south with his invite. But Who's I the do. Third person? But I do love. <laughs> but I do love that he is uh, wearing a mask now because he's flip-flopping them on. He's got it. He's a smart man. I don't care what you say. Okay. Well, well, okay, so the third person. So let's happily wear our mask. What's next? Third, I hate the mask. Don't invite me if you're inviting the, him, but go ahead. The third person that I would want living or dead. Man, those two were, the first two were kind of easy just because that's in my mind right now. I would have right never now. picked him. But uh, go ahead. Someone that inspires you. Someone that you're interested in. Someone that you'd like to meet. Well, I mean, I've, has lots there's, of some, there's lots of people that I like to have dinner with that just to catch up, you know, uh, that were my heroes and that kind okay. of thing. But I'm trying to think of the one person that 
I would want to have dinner with that I don't know that inspires me. You know what I mean? Not someone that I've never met. Right. I mean, I don't want. I don't, I'm not trying to say someone I've ever met. I right. mean, you're you're asking me a question that's like I could. There's thousands of people I could say. We'll just pick one. We can always go back and but, address it some other time. But no, I'm just trying to think of that one person that would would uh, that I really think would 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 be a really Who's good. Who's the first one that comes to mind? a really good talk well i mean there's racers that that uh you know i've had dinner with before and and would chit chat with but you know i always enjoyed chit chatting with steve kinzer because he was my favorite growing oh, up yeah. he'd be really cool but i'm just trying to think out of the box for some reason i don't know why those are the not the answers you know that mm-hmm. you know if you really want to think about it if we're going to say i mean there's three people that i'd say you know what a great dinner party would be mm-hmm. would be sammy steve and Wolfgang. Can okay, you, yeah. Can you imagine yeah, that? Can you imagine awesome. that conversation? But I'm trying to go way out of the box and try to... You're overthinking this. Yeah, you are. This you was know. the question honestly, I was going to ask you last Honestly, week. I got it. I what? got it. Because I really feel like I should have grew up like in the late 1800s. Oh, was that right? And uh, so with that being said... You know, I like cowboys, and I like cowboy and Indians and all that kind of crap growing up. So, honestly, I would say Wyatt Earp. Okay. That's a hell of a dinner you're having there. Well, I'm just saying, hey, my grandfather was a Texas Ranger, and, and, uh, you know, Wyatt Earp was was a lawman of the... Of the uh, early 1800s, or late 1800s, 1900s, early 1900s, and he... uh, you know, you couldn't wear a gun in his town, and this, that, and the other, and and uh, unless it, you know, it was he was he was a lawman, and that's what we need right now: the law, some somebody to take law and law and order. Okay, well, I just made a note on my notepad, and it says never no, no more deep questions. <laughs> I'm so sorry; I would have never asked that. And <laughs> I thought we were going to politics, and well, why wouldn't you think that? That's all. It's on the news. That's, that's all, anyone... all you talk about. Yeah, I guess I was. That's all I gave you too much about. liberty there. Sorry, folks. Nah, so they all love it. You got any questions you want to ask me? Uh... Besides, will I do your laundry? Because we already did that last night. No, who did it? I helped. Whatever. Whatever. I did my own laundry. Well, last I'm here night. now, as you guys can tell. I'm here, so I'm here for. And I'm good for the week for laundry. So how's that going to work out for you? Great. Till you get home, then I'll have plenty. Excellent. Um, questions for you? No, I don't know. We're well, done. We no, we're going to go down that road. We got what? time. This is a short edition. No. Now, my question to you is: If you had a chance to have dinner with three people, who is it? Uh, Michelle Obama. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. She's my number one. Um, uh, wow. Let's see. What the? Who else what? I would... Okay, we're not talking to you anymore. <laughs> I don't know my other two. I just know I want her. And I don't know. I wasn't ready for that question. I was ready to ask I know it, one. But not I know answer. one of your answers that you don't even know. What? Danica? Oh, I would have Danica for sure. Did you know that her and Aaron Rodgers broke up? Duh. Breaking news. She already called me. Oh. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, That was a funny joke. I don't know. Have to have one more? Well, you gave me three. Okay, my grandmother. There you go. There you go. There's my three. That's it. All right, guys. Easy peasy. That was horrible. I'm so sorry. Guess what? It's turned from the racing show to politics to dead people. We're not talking politics anymore. That was it. 
That's all I'm going to subject you to. Well, like I say, we're here in the Volvo Hilton. If you looking guys, out the windshield. There's no more dro there's drops on the windshield, but it's no more uh, rain falling out of the sky at, the, at this moment. So hopefully this means we will get to race. If so you guys keep, keep my fingers crossed. Want to send us questions so that I don't have to ask him things like that and we have to hear all of that nonsense. Hey, send me some great questions like sure that. Yeah, give me some give me some politic questions. To send, no. <laughs> send us an email at WayneJohnsonRacing at Yahoo.com. You can call or text us at 405-362-0620. Our podcast has doubled in listenership in the last month, so that's pretty exciting. So I know you guys are liking and sharing and telling your friends, so if you'll keep doing that, that's pretty great. What else do I have? Do you need merchandise? We still have some. I think we're about to put in a reorder. I just looked through the cabinets when I got here and starting to get low on a few things so order some more merchandise and we'll get some more sent in soon hun are you awake are you gonna take a nap before the races uh it's early enough probably it's a rainy nap day that wouldn't be a bad idea is that all you got that's it all right guys since till next time later this has been the wednesdays with wayne podcast we thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every wednesday for a new episode until then We'll see you at the tracks.